Hey, this is Jimbo for Two Shots on a Barrel, and I'm hanging out with my buddy, J-Bo. What's going on, buddy? Well, listen, I, I figured it was time that we uh, tell everybody how much we appreciate uh, you guys listening to Two Shots on a Barrel. We would appreciate also, J-Bo, if they would go out and review the show, give us some good constructive criticism. But honestly, J-Bo, we like five stars and just really good really good comments that's right and if you could avoid doing it when you're really drunk that would be a very helpful uh, situation you left a review for me on a page and obviously you were 10 past where you should have been leaving that review but uh, yeah just even if you have to lie talk good about us please absolutely we're available on all kinds of uh, podcast platforms including itunes iHeartRadio, spotify you name it, we are out there. The other thing, J-Bo, is we would love to hear from you. If you know somebody that would love to be on the show, uh, you can always reach out to us, J-Bo. Tell them That's how. right. We have an email, and we've had it for about a year now, but we keep forgetting to tell you we have it. It's two shots podcast show at gmail.com. That's the number two, two shots podcast show at gmail.com. Please, please, please send us an email. And I think the cool thing to tell everybody, too, Jacob, is we're very active out on social media. We've got a Two Shots on a Barrel group page on Facebook. You're also a TikTok guy. I didn't realize you were a TikTok guy. But we actually do TikTok, Instagram, and all kinds yeah, of things. Yeah, every, we're on everything. We're, we're not really uh, really good at it, but we're on there. So get on there, laugh at our TikToks, and uh, I'm sure I'll get Jim on a TikTok here before long. All it takes is for one to go viral, Jacob, and it's, as crazy stupid as you are, it's probably going to happen. It's going to happen. Either I'm going to get frost bit doing these uh, TikToks or uh, we're going to have them go viral. So, so we're excited uh, about Two Shots. We are broadcasting out of our studios here in Main Street, Bourbon Country. It's a state-of-the-art studios uh, where we're going to have many, many guests and many, many shows for you to listen to. That's right. We're right here in the Pearl of Lebanon. Lebanon Health and Fitness in downtown Lebanon, Kentucky, just just sideways of uh, Rigetti's Restaurant. Make sure when you are in on the Bourbon Trail, if you're uh, staying in Marion County in Lebanon, make sure you come by. They have a state-of-the-art fitness center. It's really a uh, all-inclusive uh, center for uh, whether you're uh, men, women. They've got a place yeah. that your kids, if you're coming in for the Bourbon Trail with your kids, I have no reason to understand why you would be doing that. But in case you are, right. they can they can do it all right here at uh, Lebanon Health and Fitness. If you're only going to be here a day, they have $7 one-day uh fees to come in and work out all day long yeah so can't beat it anyways with with that said we appreciate you listening to our shows and without further ado it's two shots on a barrel Kentucky, the bourbon capital of the world. It's two shots on a barrel with your host, a couple of hot shots of their own, the Bow Brothers. What's up, J-Bo? Hey, we're back in the studio again. It's it's time for another big podcast. It is, man. Uh, you know, listen, I'm a little worried about the weather conditions, though, of this show. 
You know, I love a little storm action. Uh, it, it, it's either going to be a lawnmower going, a weed eater, or a thunderstorm outside our windows at, every time we do a podcast. So I mean, it's all good. Our damn gas had to go through a tornado to get here today. <laughs> he really did. He really did. I, I mean, seriously. It's good to be back, uh, though. Uh, we I, Before we get going, on, mm-hmm. on a serious note, though, uh, you know, one of our good friends of Two Shots on a Barrel is, is Joe Keith Bickett and Robbie yes. and Jimmy and those guys. Uh, they just in the last couple of days had a had another loss in their family. That's terrible. Uh, terrible. Their sister Kathleen passed away, and we want to uh, let you know that we're we're with you guys. Our prayers are with the family, but uh, certainly following the death of a brother of theirs, right. Lewis Earl. So uh, those guys mean the world to us, and we uh, sincerely want to pass our um, condolences to the family. Absolutely, we love you guys. Yeah, so uh, you know, man, we're we're back in the studio today, and this is this is going to be a f- lot of fun. It's going to be a learning experience Absolutely. for me. Absolutely. Uh, you know, uh, first of all, Jaybo, I want you to uh, to introduce our fine guest here today. Look, I only know two chefs in this world, two real <laughs> chefs. All right, Gwen Arts, one we've had on the show, Gwen's amazing. Love Gwen, and this guy right here. This guy. I, man crush right here when it comes to f- all things food bourbon mixing drinks you name it chef newman miller is here yeah. yes. hey it's yes. <laughs> good to have you on thank brother. you so much i appreciate it i appreciate y'all this is uh i'm super excited to do it and gwen is one of our favorite people we worked together when we were down at maker's mark uh-huh. um i watch what she does and you know her personal chef gig and Man, she's she, amazing. She's a boss. It's it's awesome to watch. She, she is something else. So I got to tell you, Newman, dude, you you rank second to Gwen. That's fair. I think uh, that's I said two top two. two I said bad. top two. Two out of two. two, out of two said, you know where I'm going with this, though, don't you? Why, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Hell yeah! When 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 Gwen Arts came here, man. She brought a damn spread of food for us. Can you believe it? Oh. But, you're, but he brought us bourbon. I did bring but a bottle did, of unlabeled. Did. Okay. That's right. That's right. Unlabeled. So I'm, yeah. All right. So so I'm going to let you buy it. I'm actually starving. I've already told you all. I freaking ate a, a leftover uh, taco. You were looking for a cheese stick. I, I heard was. that. I, I was, like, man. I go, this will not be the longest podcast that's ever existed. Because my man needs a cheese stick. And I get it. Yeah. Hey, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. I just stopped and uh, had a pregame snack at Cozy Corner. But it was oh, uh, bourbon, so and, bourbon and Coke. Yeah. That was, nice. Yeah, that's my, that's my drink of choice. And I love Cozy. I've been, like, that was my 16, 17-year-old. Yeah, 16, 17-year-old boy was so, cozy. All right, so, so Newman, you are a Kentucky boy. Yes, sir. Tell me, just give me the rundown. Give me the rundown of who you are. Uh, well, that'd be a longer podcast, but, I mean, as far as where I'm from, I was born in Lexington, um, raised there to us five. My brother was three, and my parents, uh, my dad's family's all Marion County. And my mom's family is all Ashland, Kentucky. Okay. And so when I'm five, a cousin, Carol Kelly, who is over in Washington County, he's the lawyer. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Child advocate. He does yeah. a little bit of everything. But that's that's our cousin. Okay. okay. And he told my dad he's got this farm in Washington County. It's for sale. And it was Tinkin' Out There, a barber. Okay. So they used to own the, the hardware store downtown Springfield forever. 
Gotcha. And this was their old house. And so if you know Pat Manley, the trucker. Yep. Uh-huh. Yep. Sure. We did. grew up in that brick house across the street okay. on 150. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah. And we moved there when I was five. And so that's it. I mean, Washington County, you know, yeah. I mean, that's from five to 17. Yeah. That was, that was it for us. Well, um, I, I, I'll, I'll take in consideration the dads from Marion County. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Forget all that Washington County. Well, <laughs> and the Hilt family. So Kathy. Yeah, uh, of is my dad's first cousin. So our Joe second. Boy Miller. Joe Boy is our boy. Uh, yeah, we we love shout uh, out Joe Boy. Exactly. I hope Joe Boy's listening to this. Sweet, that, that would be outstanding. Sweet Kathy uh, lives a block away from me. So I love it. And love so it. that's that's you know. So my dad's uncle was the bread man. He, yeah, he was you know Big Joe. Big oh Joe my Miller. God, yes. And he had Shetland ponies in his yeah. backyard. Yeah, and. Uh, yeah, and so, I, no, I had some Marion County. I mean, I didn't, I was eating banana ice cream at both locations. There you go. Whenever nice. it was, yeah. before it was cool to be eating banana ice cream at both locations. Yeah. You know, I miss R.I.P., what was the original coming in town? Well, you had uh, Tommy's Burger Palace. Tommy's Burger Palace. That's the one that it was so sad to see crushed. Oh, you know what I mean? No. And this, but, you know, I guess The OJs, though, man, is still, is still it's staying still there. strong. We're... we're That'd be a good project for you, J Bo, to open up. Oh a yeah, that, that's right. Ice cream slash bourbon shop. That, uh, I like that. Well, we like got that. Thompsons in Bargetown. No, I've been there. And that I that say, place uh, is freaking awesome. Saw, well, twenty four hour BLT sandwiches. Oh, that's good. And banana soft serve all the time. I, and I'm, I'm not it. trying to take over. I just brother, I miss brother that listen ice here, cream man. Game, you, you know, you like, are the guest. <laughs> you can yeah, take over anytime you, take, you want. Why to. is it the Marion County? Why I'm not trying to drive business to, to over to Nelson. It's just. I miss that banana ice cream. Nowhere in Springfield to get it. Uh, I wish there was. That's because yeah. that's home for me is Washington County. I mean, we went to, you know, Springfield was it, I guess. And I worked at the Meat House. So what? Uh, so what was it? What was it like to be a kid? What was it like to be Newman the kid growing up in Washington County? Oh man, uh, my brother and I are eighteen months apart. So he, he and I are pretty much inseparable at that time, right? And still now, I mean, yeah. It just we grew up on twenty acres, which isn't big by that, but big enough. There was oh, a pond, there was some great. creek, and I mean we just got loose, and that was it. And then my mom was a school teacher, my dad was a house painter. Um, I remember we learned to start puttying holes in floorboards, and we were probably yeah. eight. Yeah, uh, just because something to do. It wasn't like get to work. It was, you know, it, it was learn to do. You know, it was right. good. And then. Uh, Work tobacco, but not a not a ton. I'm left handed and <laughs> not skinny, and so uh, tobacco was. They put you on the. I don't know if either of y'all left handed. No, dude, I'm right handed and I sucked at tobacco. They put you on the opposite side, opposite end. So everyone's cutting here and you're here, and so for a talkative dude like me, it was even worse. Like I'm bad at it and I'm alone over there. Oh, no. <laughs> um, <laughs> But so did tobacco a couple years or whatever, and then um, I, I started in uh, at the meat house. So Joe Barner Filiatru yeah. from the Berg was my mentor, man. That was yeah. he was it. Um, and there's some argument about it, but I think that Jake's 150 sausage recipe. You think it might? Yeah, well, he might have lost it in the card game. Oh. <laughs> I'm just uh, you're just saying right? the way I understood things. And look, I mean. I hope that that's like a positive thing for everybody. That's not meant in any way in like a derogatory. Right. He was, he was the best, smartest, like my favorite boss I ever had. It was an amazing job. 
Uh, it's what made me want to get into food big time was this guy. And we made that sausage. That sausage. And it was way oh, before oh. you were allowed to run a grinder or a band really? saw as a 16-year-old. Oh. But it was awesome. Yeah. Is there anything better than that sausage? I haven't had anything that touches it. No, I mean, you know, around the world, there's other people doing their thing really, really well. But for Kentucky, or for breakfast sausage, for what it is that we do with sausage, it's perfect. Like, perfect. the amount of fat it has, somebody's going to say it's too fatty. Well, if you're making gravy, though, I think it's gravy sausage, right? Mm. Or biscuit sausage. Right. But, like, either way, you're looking for moisture somewhere because biscuits aren't juicy. Right. They just aren't. Like, if you're eating a juicy biscuit, something is Something's incorrect, yeah. right? Yeah. And so you've got to have a juicy thing. And so if you're making sausage gravy, that fat is what you add flour to, and then you can make gravy out of it without adding anything. And if you're doing a biscuit... And you don't overcook it. It's there, and it. Man, sort of, I'm I'm hungry now. <laughs> listen, listen here. <laughs> I told I told you boys I was freaking starving, and now y'all talking about sausage and biscuits oh, and gravy. Man. It's gonna yeah. get worse. What yeah, are you doing this to me for? <laughs> what are you doing this to me for? Oh, all right, man. so so all right. Now um, we we've kind of walked up to the point where where you're. I don't know, 17-year-old kid, let's say. Yes. All right, you are, uh, by all accounts, one hellacious of a chef. How, how, wrap me around that. How did that happen? I mean, I'll put it this way. You got pictures of Johnny Boone over here. Johnny Boone's grandson and I were on the academic team together uh, in high school. John Pat, Mm -hmm. JP, uh, is now, I guess, and he runs... The entire hospitality program for Woofer Reserve, or really? I'm sorry, the uh, the on-site food and beverage I know program at Woofer Reserve now. But we were on academic team together, so we'd sit in the back of the bus on academic team, and we'd always drink wild turkey. Uh, that one thirteen, that uh, Kentucky Spirit, yeah. I think it is yeah, right. Yeah, that yeah. that, yeah. that, yeah. that, yeah. that it will that, bite you that, hard. That it was always that and Diet Coke, and I don't know why it ended up being Diet Coke. But we would do that, and, you know, that was the sort of stuff. So so prom, all right, fast forward prom, junior year. Right. Maybe senior, I don't know. I cooked for 30 kids, all of us, instead of going to, coming over to Lebanon probably. Right. It, it probably just closed, right? What was the, Al Campbellsville Road? Fergie's. Fergie's. Fergie's had just closed. It started to become like clublet. The, the Some name funky started name. changing. yeah. yeah. And I cooked ribeyes for everybody before prom. And no, 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 wait a minute. Like, this is just the stuff that I was doing it in high school. When I was a kid, I remember taking my dentist, Dr. Ben, over in Springfield. Yeah. yeah. I Shout tried to make ben. jambalaya. And I remember taking it to my dentist and shared it. I'm a weirdo, man. I'm just lucky my parents didn't think it was. But, I mean, all right, so <laughs> here's, this, here's this kid in Washington County growing up. I mean, there's got to be somebody in the family, right? No. Grandma, grandpa, somebody that said, all right, Newman, you're going to do this. No, the closest, my dad cooked 90-plus percent of everything we ate, and he was a great cook. Um, My mom would cook two dishes, and usually once per year for each. (laughs) (laughs) And not in a mean, like, she was, she's, she's working. Like, she is... 
master's degree from UK. She's a right. teacher, reading recovery. She's not not working, right? right? It's just cooking wasn't what her forte was. Right. But it was fried chicken she'd make once a year. And it was always stellar. And so it was a bummer it was once a year. And then uh, lasagna. But then uh-huh. some years she'd make both of them in the same week. Nice. And you had like a, well, no, you had a year until you got either <laughs> oh, one of them. No, yeah, it seems nice. But but dad did the cooking. Um, Carol Kelly's mom, Libby, she was my Aunt Libby. She was the cook. If there's one person I could point to anywhere that really was a cook, she'd make these baked apples that I still haven't replicated. And I mean, I. I know how to replicate stuff. That's you know, I worked with chain restaurants for a long time uh, on a corporate level, and so I still don't know exactly what she did. And it's awesome. She would fry chicken necks and chicken backs. So to this day, my yeah. chicken cut up is uh, a nine piece. So it's the eight pieces you think about and the whole back um, fried. And then I keep the back, or if I have a VIP, I serve the whole fried chicken back. It's got the oysters on the back, all the skin. But Aunt Libby was the one who, she cooked. I mean, everybody, you know, and it's not bad towards my family, but it was a lot of, you know, at some some point it changed to bot stuff. You know what I mean? Like bot potato salad and things like that. Um, Because there really wasn't. One person that was like, I'm on it. Right. I, I got this food. And so I don't know. I don't, I never saw a three course meal, I don't think, before I thought about one. Um, when we used to go to, I remember going to Florida at rest stops before there was the internet, right? At rest stops, they had menus for restaurants yeah. in towns. Right. You stop in Dalton, Georgia, right? And you, Pick up some menus and Dalton. Yep. Yeah. I had a wine box. I don't even know where the where the heck I would have <laughs> a wine box. Right. I don't know where it came from, but I I found it in my parents' house like in a couple years ago, and it was stacked full of menus that I would collect from rest stops. And I remember one in Georgia, and it was like this crazy Italian Greek thing, and there were frog legs, and I would just read menus. I still do it. And really? like as a kid, yeah. So I full time weirdo. There's no nobody really was there saying it to me. I don't even know if I knew it existed. This is pre Emerald. Yeah, yeah. My dad, <clears throat> close as I can think, is my dad worked on oil rigs when he got out of high school, and he you know fell in love with the Cajun, you know, just New Orleans mm-hmm. and that culture. Mm-hmm. He went to Mardi Gras a lot. <laughs> like Good he dude. just twenty plus times, I think he got um, a lot of beads. He probably had a few <laughs> beads. Yeah, he, that dad always came back with some beads, and he brought that food that that food culture back. And so I can remember really vividly eating jambalaya or gumbo, and it's not the gumbo I'd make now, but it was gumbo, and I didn't know that. Ex- so I don't know. We weren't Appalachian. I wish you know I could tell that story. My mom grew up on jelly sandwiches. Yeah. And that was it. They weren't, like, in hollers. Because uh, yeah, that would be a good story right, for food, right. but it didn't happen. You know what I mean? Like, salt rising bread is about as wild as yeah. they got. Hey, jelly jelly sandwich is pretty pretty good stuff. Yeah, you, you got to stop wanna... before you're 18, though. That's true. That's <laughs> she, true. That's all she did. <laughs> no, I was like, jelly? Now, l- listen, 
You're talking about creations. <clears throat> Peanut butter and jelly. Yeah. Classic, right? Oh, love but it. But put some Ruffles potato chips on there. For a little crunch? Oh. I'm Team Dorito. Wow. Oh, Dorito. you are. I am, I am a double stack of Doritos. Smash it as tight as possible. Oh. I think I... I th- Actually, I've done that. I believe I have done that. Strawberry jam, crunchy peanut butter. Nice. Uh, yeah, Dorito. That's that's <laughs> that's my absolute. He's slobbering over here. Look at. Oh it. yeah, you're gonna have a hard. This time was a difficult show for me to do. Hungry. That's so funny. <laughs> so funny. You know what I'm saying, Jeremy? I, I'm telling you. And I'm just sitting here thinking, man, we need to track him down and, and uh, have some food. Because his food's, <laughs> his food's just top notch. So I got to tell you, um, I, I showed you, Jabo, yeah. the picture that I took of Newman. And uh, my f- first thought when I saw this, this picture of Newman, I'm thinking, this dude looks like someone. And first of all, it was like it, it had that sort of Hollywood feel. Is it the machine? Uh, I mean, and, and I'm thinking um, he is Hollywood, man. I'm thinking The Rock a little bit, kind of a cross between True. The Rock and John Cena. You're showing, you're very so, kind, man. I mean, I, I mean, it's just Hollywood looks. You know what I always get is Burt Kreischer because the belly oh, meat. Yes, yes. Uh, you gotta. I, I won't. I'll leave my shirt on, but I got that Burt Kreischer <laughs> belly meat, and so that's where. That's but I funny. appreciate that. The yeah. Rock would be a nice. That's an upgrade for sure. Okay, so one of the things that uh, the Jabo talked about with you was, I said, Jabo, tell me about Newman, all right? And he ghosts me, and then and then <laughs> finally he says, check out season uh, twenty sixteen of Top Chef, right? Yes. And I say, okay, that's cool, and I'm like, what? This dude was on Top Chef? He's Hollywood, man. I'm telling you. Yeah. we. Uh, How in the heck did that happen? That maker's mark money makes wonderful things happen. And, <laughs> and, and, and I say that with all the respect possible because that's why a lot of the good things around us happen. And not just makers, but right. the ability to sort of bring a spotlight yeah. to where we love to be. And so, full shout out. Like, you know, marketing departments and placement makes those things happen. I'm just glad that we were able to offer something that was on a, you know, a world-class level so that they didn't, they, they could come, right? Yeah. They're not, Top Chef's not coming because you pay them to come. They're just, right. they got enough places to right. go in, in the world. You know what I'm saying? And so I was just super proud that, you know, those makers' grounds are unreal. They're the, it's the prettiest distillery there's no um, arguing. I don't like, think it's like you know? someone took just this beautiful creation and dropped it in Marion County. Yeah. Well, I mean, it is like that, but being from around here, I don't know. It feels organic. It feels like this place it fits in. Grows I'm with you. that sort of thing. Yeah. Like that wouldn't exist if it wasn't for Marion County. Right. It yeah. wasn't designed somewhere better and then yeah. dropped here. Right. Yeah. It exists here because we had the terroir. We had the land. We had the water. We had the knowledge. Yeah. It, it's better than that. It's, it's a built-in thing. And so for me, that's what I always try to shout, if anything, and I did on that show, was, you know, we want to be the most of the place we can be. 
So anything that you see my name on or, you know, our bar, any of these things, we just want to be of the place. And that's sort of a a big term, right? But we're not trying to – and that can mean a lot of things to a lot of people, but it is authentic. We are from here. The things we're doing are from, you know, a place of understanding that. And and so that was what we loved about the Top Chef thing was we we really got to show off Kentucky on our terms – Right? I mean, they just asked me. They said, what are the... I, and I forget. It's been years, man. But 10 or 12 dishes that make the state. And that was hardcore. That was the hard part was figuring out what makes that cut. You uh, know? I mean, yeah. and it's just an opinion. So I gave them 20 so All that right. they can make the decision. Because yeah. I didn't want to say, this is my definitive, you know. So that's what, not fair. What was their favorite of all of it? Top Kentucky meal that you you prepared? Um... I mean, of dishes, God, I got to go back and look. I mean, I think I did rabbit and dumplings for them. They were rabbit. Real, Your rabbit's fantastic. Rabbit is, yeah, wow. I really, really, really love cooking it. Um, and, yeah, I mean, I just love it. And so anything you love doing, right, you, you, yeah. you yeah. put a little more time into. Chicken and dumplings is great. Uh, it's yeah. a death row meal, but uh, rabbit makes right. it. Uh, burgoo. We have, you know, a four-meat policy, four-meat plus. So that's always fun because I love cooking with ducks, and I love cooking with, you know, things like that. We did frog legs. Hot brown on the menu? Hot brown's there, and I worked at the Brown Hotel. Okay. So, you know, I feel obliged to put it on, and also, you know, I can make fun of it if I I want to. We we do it Lexington style, though, Um, which I don't know if this is a real thing. It's not in Wikipedia, probably, but... The hot brown is what it is. Ours has country ham in addition. Mm. Oh, okay. Mm. And so even if right now you went to Winchell's, which shout out Winchell's. They, yeah. Oh, yeah. You're in Lexington. Check them out. It's outstanding. The bar program is great. It's right in Southland across from Marika's, you know, okay. where Southland Bowl is. It's the last bowling alley in all Lexington. Oh. I love Lexington. I love going to eat and drink there. But Winchell's has that. Uh, frog Legs. Love frog legs. I like doing because it tells a story about like our cattle production. So I don't know if <clears throat> it seems kind of wild, but the reason we do so much frog gigging, so we raise more cows than any other state east of the Mississippi, right? Okay, Kentucky, because it was the only thing that could sort of fill the monetary gap of tobacco, other than pot. And right. They don't we prefer know about that. that. Yeah. They don't prefer <laughs> yeah. that. So cows. You gotta have little cow ponds. And you think about Kentucky farms, Ads. right? You see them everywhere. Sure. So you end up with this large uh, frog population that live in these shallow ponds all over the place. So not everywhere, and you don't know this until you leave here, right? Not everywhere do they go frog gigging every Friday and Saturday night. Yeah. And so to me, the frog leg is I can make it taste good. I can pretend it's French, you know, whatever, fancy side, but it's of the place. Like, right. there's a reason we do frog legs. It's because we got them. And yep. that's what all good food starts from is necessity. And so somebody wow. started gigging that frog because they had to. It wasn't because they were like, I got plenty of steak. Yep. Let's go grab some frogs. You yeah. know what I mean? Oh, like, absolutely. But it's awesome. And so, so I, you know, part of you with that sort of platform, you want to tease them a little bit. And so we did some of that. I mean, I know we did white beans. I know banana croquette yes. was probably the 
that was the wild card I had to fight for because no one had heard about it. No one is, knew is about that it. A, an offensive Kentucky thing? Oh, right here, right here. Really? I mean, central from Lexington to here, from what I understand. I mean, wow. I'd love to hear you know from y'all if there's somebody. What was their response to those? I mean, they hate it. Oh, <laughs> I so- think it's, it's uh, Padma said something, man. I, I wish I remember Padma's exact quote, but she ate it and didn't hate it. So that's good, but I, it look, it's weird. I mean, but like all Southern salads, quote unquote, yeah. right? Desserts at the front of the line. Yeah. Uh, they're all kind of like, you got to yeah. either think about them or eat them. Thinking or eating. Or we do everything with drinking or thinking. Right. Uh, right. And so right. same thing goes for food. Yeah. You're either just trying to put it in or you're thinking about it. Man. <laughs> I banana croquette, though. I'll never forget, man. You got to have the... The hand crank for the Spanish peanuts. Yeah. That's the big move for the banana croquette. Yeah. So that was the cool. I mean, yeah, the show was great. Everybody there was awesome. You know, we had a big Kubota then, and so I snuck a bottle under a seat and took took Tom Coleco up to the lake. And, you know, he complained and told me some stuff about New York restaurants that I would absolutely have never known in my life. But I idolized those restaurants, you know, coming up in – because I did full fine dining, you know, for a long period, and he was one of those dudes. Like, I mean, I had his books, yeah, and we were just sitting up there at the lake that we used to break in and swim at, right? When I was in high school, they didn't have security at Makers. So we go swimming to that lake, and oh, man. it was cool, man. It was a pretty cool full so, circle. So if I went to New York, I haven't been to New York yet. Yeah. Would, would Rabbit be on a menu anywhere in New York? Yeah. Would it? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, upstate New York is country. That's... <clears throat> That's the beauty of uh, food and travel in general is, like, you're never far from country. And anywhere that cares about what they're cooking nowadays is going to know who they're dealing with. And, you know, a lot of the new farmers out there are, are ex-cooks or gotcha. kitchen or front of the house or something like that, you know, because kitchens are real hard and farming is arguably harder. I mean, you know, or or at least parallel to. And so, yeah, it's it's similar people doing those things. But there's rabbit. There's you know upstate New York duck is prevalent. They One do of the frog biggest legs. Duck producers frog legs up there. I don't know if they mess with the frogs too much, but they might. I mean, Canada's right there. Montreal. Right. If there are frogs, they're cooking them in Montreal. Hundred percent. Hundred percent chance. <laughs> so, so so is the leg the only part of the frog you can mess with? Um. As far as I know, I mean we've we've made stock out of the rest of them, and it's terrible. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Like it tastes like a bass smells out of oh, a pond. Oh, no. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's it's not oh. a bad smell, but it also isn't delicious yeah. smell. Yeah, yeah, it's sort of it smells like the texture. Yeah, that yeah. you're experiencing, right? Yeah, isn't yeah, that I'll weird? Skip. But your yeah. brain's sort of like telling you, like, don't do that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, somebody's gonna do it. I mean, somebody's done it. I'm absolutely certain, yeah. but I don't. Yeah. I'm yet to figure that out. I so, stick with those legs. So Newman, Jabo, and I are pretty simple. Would, wouldn't you say we're pretty simple? Pretty, pretty simple, yeah. Pretty I, simple guys. <clears throat> if you're preparing something, it is is what is your simplest thing? Your simplest go to that you could sit in front of me and Jabo, and we're going to be like, yes, this is it. 
Good question. I mean, unfortunately, it's a smash burger, oh. but I'm going to leave it out of it, right? Our smash burgers over at Scout and Scholar, it's ridiculous. I mean, you know, it's they're good. So, so defi- two quarter pound for yeah. the novices out there that are saying smash burger. What the heck is a smash? What what is a smash burger? Just smash by burger. definition, you know, it, I only grew up eating. I guess the designation for it would be a, a pub burger. But it's a cookout burger, right? right. It's just take the ground beef and just thin edges, big fat center. Yeah, cook it till it's done. Okay, yep. and then let it go another minute or two. It's not that. Um, I remember the first time I ever paid fourteen dollars for a burger. It was in two thousand and three in New York, and I thought it was the wildest thing I'd ever do in my life. Fourteen dollars for a cheeseburger. 14. Ended up that that's cheap now, right? You know, the yeah. wild part. But that was all when New York was pub burgers. Smash burger, West Coast thing, you think, right? And that's where, like, the in and out and people talk about. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's actually more of a Midwest thing. Um, we lived eight years in Chicago, and so we got real familiar with Wisconsin bars. And the bar scene there is a cheeseburger scene. So I learned a lot there. Uh, anyway, I've been researching this burger for a minute. This So anyway, we take two uh, quarter pounds of beef that, so they take the spent grain that Lee, the master brewer at Scout and Scholar, it's left over from the brewing process. They feed it to cows. The cow has one bad day. Ends up to us with, uh, you know what I'm right. saying? Like, yeah. great days, one bad one, and then he's hamburger yep. for us. Right. One cow at a time. We patty it up, put it on a screaming hot grill, um, smash it. We have a, we got a smasher. I don't, I don't know what else to call it. I mean, I think it calls itself a Sasquatch or something, but it, you know, burger right. smasher. Smash the heck out of two patties, salt and pepper all over the top. Let it sit until you start to see, you know, little little liquid. Mm-hmm. Flip it on a different part of the grill instantly so it is equally hot there. Give it 15 seconds. Add two pieces of cheese. Start to toast the bun. Add a little bit of onion puree. Actually, I messed up. A little bit of onion puree right before you flip the burger. Mm. All right. Cheese on top. Double it up. Toasted bun. And then wrap it. And that's one of the things we always do. You got to wrap it. So when you say wrap it? Uh, like a piece of tissue. It's not tissue paper, but it's also not wax paper. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Parchment. Right. Parchment. Yeah, right, yeah. Right. I forget. You can, so just sort of wrapped in that. Yeah. Even for 30 seconds or a minute. And then that heat steams the bun a little bit from the outside. Uh, and it gets soft. Y'all remember White's Castle? Yes. Yes. I feel like it. Like that was the sort of, they didn't wrap it. But their slider game was similar to that. This is just that sort of diner. Wow. So that I could put that, and we put burger sauce on it. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. Right. But I'd rather smother something for you. Like if I was cooking, cooking, I'd want to smother. So if you got a farmer around here, you know, Hugh O'Daniel's one of my good dudes, right? And mm-hmm. great farmer. He doesn't do pigs, but if he did. Hugh gave me a big pork chop. I'm going to take that. I'm going to pound it a little bit, right? Salt and pepper. Flour it. Sear it really hard. And then I'm going to put some onions and bell peppers 
a little tomato, a little bit of broth, maybe a piece of bacon, just sort of in there. And I'm going to let it simmer for like an hour or two. <clears throat> Woo! Right? And then just bring it out and let it sit for an hour. I'm going to make mashed potatoes as good as you can and put that chop on top or put rabbit on top or put quail, right? You got chuckers and quail the yeah, farm yeah, right on the way. Dude, give me some quail. That's, that's my awesome. favorite. That's I love awesome, man. duck. Anything though. <laughs> I mean, you can go Walmart and get whatever they have. You can get, I mean, I don't, I don't eat much commodity meat. Right. Uh, I basically deal with farmers. Um, beef is a little different, but pork, chicken game, I'm getting it. You, you want the real stuff. I worked. I worked at a. I was corporate chef for a meat company that we cut three million pounds of meat a day. Wow! In Chicago, and uh, you, you said know, you said three million. Three million. We had a we had a hundred thousand square feet. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> Between our walk-in cooler and freezer was a million square feet. Wow! Of uh, cooler space, you had to take a golf cart around so you didn't die. Right. <laughs> get lost yeah. in the wow. freezer. Oh it was God. wild. And so it was sort of a, you know, it's just an interesting thing to learn. Um, so anyway, for me, I personally don't, I, I try my best to, A, keep my money with people that I enjoy and yeah. want to do well, knowingly. And then B, it's done right. And then C, done right usually means taste better. Yep. So it's not... It's not like a virtue signaling, like I'm going to buy organic. I don't, I don't care what the, the label is. It's just if I know the person who made it, it's better mm-hmm. than if I don't. Right. And that's, that's sort of my little, <laughs> that's as deep you. as I get. It's just like, like, just like getting your vegetables out of your own garden. Dude, totally different. Yeah. A squash you grew. Yeah. It's like Ikea furniture, right? You put it together, so it's yeah. worth a million dollars. Oh, it has to be. <laughs> and that's yeah. homegrown. Yep. And, yeah. That's awesome, man. I, I tell you what. Hey. We had a uh, radio station Christmas party at the Harrison Smith House. We'll talk about that here in just a minute, but you were the bartender that night, and I remember half that party. Because, because <laughs> what, let's talk cocktails what, and bourbon. What party yes. was this? It was the 102.7 oh Christmas Oh, my party. God, yes. You were the guy? Yes. Oh, crap. <laughs> That's good stuff. Hey, listen, we're going to take a break, and we're going to come back uh, with the Big Dog Newman. I'm enjoying the show, but i got to tell you, we got to talk about something besides food, damn it. <laughs> All right, we're going to be back right here on Two Shots on a Barrel. All right, so, j I found out the, um, the older you get, the more kids, as your kids grow older, you suddenly have a damn fleet of vehicles. <laughs> and and to both of us, man, we can tell you all about it. Uh, we both have brand new 16-year-olds hitting the road. So uh, let me tell you how often we're visiting big old tires these days. And it's important when you got your 16-year-old out on the road, you have good tires. Oh, absolutely. And the place to go, we know, is big old tires of Lebanon and Barstow. That's right. Billy Taft has been doing this a long, long time. If you want advice on getting the perfect tire for the perfect vehicle, Go to Billy Taft first at Big O' Tire. And not only can they supply you with some great tires, they also can do oil changes, mm-hmm. brake work, you name it. And here's the cool thing that really impressed me when I visited Billy Taft and Big O' Tires the last time. That dude is customer service extraordinaire. Absolutely. He's been like that 
as long as I've known him, I've known him a long time. He's a great guy, just like off the court than he is on the court. He's just A plus, and I, I love that dude. He's he's really really genuine, and he knows his tires. And if you're having problems, let's say let's say this weather's crazy. Okay, it's raining a bunch. Go in there and let him put new windshield wipers on your car. Besides going and trying to do it yourself, I'm I'm speaking by experience here, Jimmy. You. It's yeah. it's no. it's a terrible terrible thing to do putting wipers no. on yourself. Uh-uh. No. Big believer in big old tires of Lebanon and Barstown right here in the heart of bourbon country. If you're in for the bourbon trail, your car kind of messes up on you, go see our friend Billy Taft. Pit stop. It's all it is. Pit stop. You're in and out and uh, off to the uh, next distillery. There you go. Big old tires of Lebanon and Bardstown, a proud sponsor of Two Shots on a Barrel. All right, so one thing we've learned on Two Shots is it's important to know where to go when you need a good attorney job. Yes, sir. It's very important nowadays. We've had to uh, get one of our own here lately, and uh, we got the best in the business. We absolutely do, and we found out one morning when you go visit Don McCauley, you better enjoy bourbon and stick around for a while. Because not only is she very good and an expert attorney, she also knows her bourbon. She does know her bourbon, and she knows where to get it, and she will not tell me where the secret stash is located. But that's okay. But she'll bring out many of the unicorns that she has in her house, and and we enjoyed uh, spending time with her. But on a serious note, we know that uh, folks listening out there need to have good legal representation. Don McCauley. Don McCauley, you are right. 144 West Main Street in Lebanon, Kentucky. Her phone number is 270-692-0684. If it's legal anything, she will take care of it. She will be there for you, and she will be the voice that you need to get through this situation. We're talking real estate law. We're talking business law. We're talking anything criminal related, yes. uh, divorce, you name it, bankruptcy, any of those things, Don McCauley can take care of you. If, if, if you're nervous and you just don't know which way to go, if you need that voice, call Don McCauley. Once again, 270-692-0684. Yeah, good stuff right here in Bourbon Country, Don McCauley, law office of Don McCauley. Thanks. Marion County Trail could be the best value in bourbon-themed travel in Kentucky. You'll experience one of the Kentucky Bourbon Trail's crown jewels, one of the Bourbon Trail Craft Tour's top-rated stops, and something you can't find anywhere else. Organized tours of a bourbon barrel manufacturing facility, all in one place. It's the Marion County Trail. Take your time to tour, dine, shop, and stay all along the way. Explore world-famous Maker's Mark, a hot-ticket item on the Kentucky Bourbon Trail. Limestone Branch Distillery, home of world-famous Yellowstone Bourbon and one of the top-rated stops on the Kentucky Bourbon Trail Craft Tour. Kentucky Cooperage, the sprawling plant where the thriving bourbon industry's barrels are hand-built and seared with fire for bourbon aging flavor. And Lebanon, home of wonderful dining opportunities from home-cooked to chef-driven. Unique shopping opportunities, nowhere else to be found murals for your selfies and overnight accommodations that range from traditional to bed and breakfast to bourbon-themed. Go to visitlebanonky.com for more details. Lebanon Tourist and Convention Commission. 
270-692-0021. You tired of paying rent? Do you dream of owning your own home? Now's the time to make that dream a reality. Call Lisa, 270-402-4036. Have you outgrown your current home? Need more space or just the opposite? Are you looking to downsize? Call Lisa, 270-402-4036. Whether buying or selling, now is the time. Call Lisa, 270-402-4036. Lisa Kearns Realtor, Exit Realty Bluegrass, 270-402-4036. Call or text Lisa Kearns, the helpful agent. I got two shots on a barrel, uh, hanging out with my brothers. My brothers, I, I can consider uh, a Newman of an official brother Absolutely. of two shots on a barrel. Love. Now, so I got to tell you, J-Bo, that when, when you told me you were like, uh, I think it was last week we were talking about who we were, we were going to have on this guest, and you were like, I'm going to reach out to Newman. You know what I instantly thought of when you said Newman? What's though, that? Right? You, you know what I thought about. I thought about Seinfeld. <laughs> and I always like that. That's actually been a, a win for me because no one forgets your name. Right. And it's a great, like, I don't know. I mean, I guess some people would have been bothered by it, but I always joke it's like first time's for free. And I'm not really <laughs> joking. <laughs> but I love it's it, great. Man. It, you yeah. cannot forget your name. Right. It works. I mean, seriously. It's now, also terrible. You know, like right. you don't forget that name. You know, it's like I drive a green truck and my name's Newman. It's yeah, it's yeah I'm not hiding very well. So we talked about food and and how you got into the food industry. But how did, about how did we get in? How did we get into being the best bartender in the world category? Because ooh, dude, ooh, you are ooh. a mixologist. Well, so, so is, is that a true story? I, I make drinks as efficiently and correctly as possible. I'm. No offense, but I'm not a mixologist. I, I would, I, I haven't put in the time. It's the only reason I say that. I, I care about it deeply. I want it to be perfect, but I feel like there's a certain amount of time. Like as a cook, I got 24 years. Right. Right. As a person who's enjoyed drinks, almost that long too. But but right. uh, at HSH, so Harrison Smith, right. where we, you know. When we started, I made every cocktail until we closed. Every cocktail anybody had. Right. So I've made, you know, thousands of them. But I still feel like, in all honesty, I follow in footsteps of really great people, and I haven't really gotten creative on it. And I don't know that I need to. I feel like the classics, you know, just like with food, I always tell young cooks, like, learn the classics. And then you can flex however you want to flex. But if you don't know a baseline set of like information, you just look like a fool. And so I'm just now starting to get past that baseline, I hope. And, you know, we're opening a bar. Uh, uh, I can't wait. Really? Yeah. <laughs> can't wait. Real soon. Yes. Real soon. And uh, what's the name? Mr. Tubbs is going to be in Bargetown. It's, uh, it's an old laundromat. It's actually, it's an old uh, cold storage. Oh, okay. So 1950. They built it because everybody didn't have uh, refrigerators yet in the county. And so it was cold meat storage. So where, where, where is it located? It, it's on 4th Street. 
in Bargetown. Right in the heart. It, it's like Haydorn's Bakery is on the corner, right catty oh, corner, across from yeah. Knights Columbus. Okay. In Bargetown. Oh, wow. Downtown. Right where you need to be. It's, uh, you know, if you don't mind a little bit of traffic, a little parking, you know. It's, yeah. But, yeah, it's the spot. I mean, it's. It is. We live downtown. Our kids go to Bargetown City. You know, they're almost able to walk to school. Um, as, as proud as I am growing up in Washington County, I'm equally proud to be. Like, it, to me, like, we all just need to be working together anyway, right? The yeah. Barstown-Nelson-Marion County combo is what I grew up knowing as a team. Right. And now there was always a little bit of, like, competition. But who cares? Like, Washington has this. Marion has this. Nelson has. Right. So, anyway. Um, I'm, I'm glad my kids are there and doing that now. And uh, sorry, I, so the five weeks, I, I, yeah, five, five weeks, weeks for this bar, Mister Tubbs, uh, and it's going to be a bar that has cocktails, opposed to a cocktail bar. Okay, now cocktails is what we know, right? But also, I'm a shot and a beer guy. Okay, I'm a you know double bourbon splash of coke on the rocks guy. Is that is that how you are? I mean, typically That's, you would rather have it that way. I genuinely so I put everything into two categories, drinking or thinking. Okay. And and I think they both are valid and deserve a sort of sense of attention, right? So even if I want a bourbon and coke, I'm not going to put shitty ice in it. I'm not going to Put a flat Coke in it. Like like it's uh, right. Polar Pop Ice? No, but fresh out of the machine, outstanding. Right? That's yep. the difference, though. you got to have a machine ready to go for it. You can't buy it ahead of your shift, put it in a freezer, right. and take a scoop out of it. Exactly. Right? Yep. How many bars do we... And I'm not knocking anybody or anything, ever. I'm just talking about what we want to do. And so, that bourbon and Coke, we're going to have a 7-ounce Coke bottle. And we're going to... You know, our well right now... His old Bargetown 100. Fantastic. Only available in the state of Kentucky. That's mm. awesome. I like but it's that. not a well bourbon. Yeah. It's an outstanding. Well, it's good. Look, maybe that's what well should be. It's right. an outstanding bourbon at a value price. Right. So let's do that. I mean, that's sort of, you know, the bonded thing we take very serious. Just bonded up is pretty much it. We'll put a basil because I have plenty of people that, you know, soft palate, Little lower tolerance and alcohol. Right. I got no problem with that. I mean, we're not trying to shame people into no. drinking high proof, but we believe that the majority of the good stuff is a hundred and up, and so that's where we're sort of sitting right now. All right, so so that's a nice transition to what we're drinking today. Yeah. Uh, first of all, a couple of bourbons that that we are drinking yep. today. Uh, one of which you brought, Newman, and the other one, uh, Jabo brought. Uh, Frank August, which I believe is a 100 uh, proof uh, bourbon, and then you brought Let's us see. a concoction from 2015. <laughs> uh, you said is 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 fairly significant weeded uh, slant. Well, I mean, so the bottle we're looking at right now, since y'all can't see it, it's a it's a beautiful maker's bottle. It's a leader. Uh, Right? It feels right, so it's not a 750. Yeah. Those 750s feel small nowadays. Yep, that yeah, being do. in a bar world, right? But, uh, no, it, you know, what's what's significant about that that we're drinking is this dated November 18, 2015, uh, which by maker's standards means, you know, this has been in a barrel 2010, maybe, maybe a little longer than that. And... 
that's cool as hell, right? Really? I mean, it's just so hard to find now yeah. something that has a little bit of age. Um, I bought a little collection the other day, and I got an Elijah Craig 18-year that got put in a barrel in 1980. Oh, <laughs> wow. I'm excited about that. Not to take away, but oh, anyway, man. it's so cool to find something that just, this is history now. Yeah. 2015 is now history, oh. right? And we've had this bottle, and I found it in my basement. We just moved. And our time at Makers was awesome, and there was all kinds of different things we got to try and experience. And, you know, I mean, it that was a major part. You, you work in an art museum, and you try cool stuff. And this was just one of those bottles. And I thought, man, we're going to Marion County. Yes. Let's, let's do Marion it's County. Good. It's really and good. Uh, there's a lot of stuff we could have done. I love Steve Beam and them. You know, I think they do a nice job. And I think there's a lot of things that happen. But, yeah, Makers is yeah, that's why a lot of us are here, right? Oh yeah, you know oh, it's why we got true. roads and <laughs> so sure. so when your grand opening happens five weekish yes. away, we want to be there with you. We want to be there to celebrate because this is going to be a cool bar. We would love it, and just know this about us though: we won't tell anybody until two weeks after we've been having people in. Okay, and it's not you; it's because the way and this may when we're at Makers is one of the things that we. Would sort of butt heads in a good way about, right? They're like, hey, you're going to open. Let's blow it up. Now, we don't. Soft openings, right? We Well, you deserve what you pay for. And and people, right, like, it's easy to say hard to do. But I'll do anything to not be overwhelmed so that people don't waste money. I don't ever. Like, we didn't bed down in a local community, right, that we care about, to disappoint. Right. And so often people are so excited to uh, promote themselves or whatever it is they're doing, you overextend. And so, like, I'll whisper to you in two weeks. <laughs> but I've probably right. had somebody, but in a beautiful way, maybe you're one of the first ones. I'm like, well, hey, don't great. tell anybody. No, or, we're, we're, you know what I'm saying yeah, by that. It's either. not that yeah. you weren't first, but we are the last ones to sort of, Throw it out because, man, we just want to make sure. That's why we have to open enough before Bourbon Fest. Yes. It's not in a greedy, like, grab the money. We just want to be ready for those people, right? We want to show off Kentucky as well as you can because that's your audience, right? That's your world scope is September, October. Right. In Kentucky now. So so the name. Yeah. Tell, Tell us about the name and why the name. So it's Cold Storage. It stopped being that when people got refrigerators. Uh, you know, right. that was a little upgrade action. Uh, and Mr. Tubbs' laundromat moved in. I have no idea other than, like, I guess Tubbs makes sense for a laundromat right. in, in my mind. It does. But I, I don't know if there was some sort of connection or whatever. That was it. Uh, we looked at it from the time we moved back excuse me, to Kentucky and bought a Harrison Smith house. We had looked at that building. It was never for sale. Finally, we found out who owned it. We went to them. They were wonderful. And we, you know, we did the thing. And, you know, right now, for us in particular, like, you know, the staffing shortage is a big deal. Mm-hmm. And it seems like there's two ways to, there's a couple ways to attack it, right? You can fail. You can put a billboard up complaining about it. Or you could do your best to figure out a new way to do things. Right. And so, as a cook, it's really hard because, like, that's my heart. That's what I've spent <laughs> way too many minutes, uh, you know, 20-plus years doing. But 
is sometimes inefficient. And so that's why we're bringing a bar into what we're doing is to sort of increase efficiency, right? We want to – one bartender can do three cooks worth of things, and then we're going to put cool snacks in it that bartenders can take care of. Cool. And we're hoping that we get cooks that want to be barbacks and learn how to bartend so they can then own their own place. So what, 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 kind of, what kind of gravel will you guys serve? No Van Hood. Um, so we're, no real cooking cooking. Now, you know, things get tight. I'll put a griddle outside. And right. we'll, yeah. You know, we'll have anything in the world. But we're going to – I love Japan. I love it. I, I love going there. I Why? love eating the food. Um, what about it? Why? It, it's sort of like there's a higher percentage of people that care deeply every day about what they do and try to improve 1% a day every day, no matter what it is, no matter what. Make donuts, grow rice, whatever, you know? Um, and, I mean, that exists for sure here. But percentage-wise, it's different. It's a thing yeah. there. And food-related in particular. Um, so two cool things about that. Like, it drives you to want to do better. So we're going to, not to be Japanese at all, but they have good ideas. And so, like, the vending machine culture over there is outstanding. So we're going to have a vending machine. Okay. And we're going to put the most interesting items from roughly 200-mile circle around us in this machine. Awesome. We're going to put Grippo's Chips from Northern Kentucky. We're going to put Girl Scout cookies because they're have almost to. all made in Kentucky. Yep. We're going to have a little freezer with Dippin' Dots. Love Kentucky. it. Uh, Nashville, Goo Goo Clusters, right? My dad would get those at the dollar store growing I up. I remember those. Yep. Dollar store was where they had them, though. It was like yeah. 10 for 10 or yeah. and take 100 of them. Oh, I mean, yeah. as a kid, right? So we, we want to fit. You know, my wife's a Hoosier. I got family in Nashville. Nashville's the most interesting food city in America really right is. now. Times a hundred, um, but you know, ninety percent of our business is going to be tourist. So what's cooler than looking at a machine full of things you've never seen, exactly. opposed to Doritos and Twix? And then we're going to put some of our merch. We're you know we're going to put our hats, our sweatshirts. We're doing branded rolling papers, man. Awesome. I mean, how how more Kentucky Central awesome. Kentucky does it get than that? Going to get L eight ones in there. We're well, so we'll, we have a slushy machine. Okay. So the one at Makers, yeah, that was our recipe. Okay. L eight one bourbon slushy. We're going to have it. I can't wait. It's uh, you know, it's one of those things. And the way that came about is kind of cool. Makers was such a like a lab for us to learn about what does the consumer want, and they're so good about that, right? It's sort of the Disney. Yes. With all respect, right? I don't know if that's sometimes Disney's, but they they listen and then they learn and then they do it. And so down there, there's two really core customers and neither of them drink. Bikers and Corvette owners. Okay. Mm. Okay. No one thinks about this. I never thought about it in my entire life. I've never owned a Corvette or a motorcycle. Right. I don't want either one of them. Like, too much responsibility because I'm a, I like drinks. Mm-hmm. Well, that's why I don't have that. So they come to Makers 
and they're there, but their babies are in the parking lot. Wow. And so they they aren't drinking. And we're like, gosh, we're really losing a lot of momentum, right? We're not losing money, but we're losing a, an opportunity. Right. And so we came up with, and people have done slushies forever. We did not invent a slushie. <laughs> Please, I hope there's no way to cut that to make it seem like we did. <laughs> no. But for us, we hadn't seen one in Kentucky done this way. You know, it was straight L.A. and Maker's Mark bourbon and a little bit of simple syrup. That's it. Um, and But it was like 5.5%. So it was about like a Bud Heavy, Bud Diesel, right? Uh and so when those people would come in, we'd be able to say, when you know, their significant other, their wives always were getting Manhattans and yeah, things. Yeah, and they were sure. like, I'm good. We're like, super low ABV. You know, you still get to try bourbon while you're at the home of bourbon. True. And it, and it struck a chord. And uh, But then it was like a hospitality thing, right? Because all great things that you do, they should go back to servicing somebody, right? Or else it's just a money grab. And so that was a cool thing that we learned down there was, you know, there's a lot of people out there not looking to get drunk. They're not look, you know, they don't drink at home. They they got a you know, hundred and fifty thousand dollar plus investment in their hands, and but you still want them to be able to feel the place, and that's yep. the thing. I just want them to feel like they're of the place, and a sip immediately locks them in forever. They can tell everybody that I drank bourbon where it's from. Oh, and that's a great idea. That's sort of, we want to bring that to our bar so that we're not like bullying people to take shots in a beer. But I love it if people want to come in right. and take shots in a beer. You know what I mean? That's, that's killer. So let, let me just summarize right. what he just said. <laughs> Number one, you know, he talked about this kind of slow opening crap we will be there day one <laughs> okay just so you know i forgot about that for yeah. yeah yeah we're gonna slow we, yeah we will be there day one and we will be in our dumb and dumber yeah uh, yeah, yeah definitely, definitely gotta have so, that. so those. just so you know <laughs> and uh number two i just freaking remembered you know you were talking about obviously he's a great chef but i remembered the best old-fashioned i've ever had in my life was at that 102.7 I've never been so shit faced in all my life <laughs> oh my god I, I did both those things yeah I you're mean, right I, I, just incredible see everybody kept slipping us the tickets because we were just chugging yeah we, we were and, having uh, a good time then I don't remember getting home so alright so we got more to talk about but right now I do want to give uh, a shout out to our buddies up in the Hoosier State. Yeah. Speaking of your yes. your lovely bride being a, a, a Hoosier State uh, she is. native. Yes. We need so, to get you on their show. You'd love them. Yeah. Uh, cross the lines. Great guys. Alan okay. Sager and, and those fellas up there. So uh, we, we want to definitely promote those guys and give them some love. And then we'll be right back with you, my brother. Awesome. Thank All you. All right. Are you looking for a clean, fun podcast that you can relate to? Well, we've got it for you. Cross the Line, the 1524, originates out of Indiana. Former high school rivals, now our buddies sitting around a speakeasy bar, talking about common day events, common things. We keep it light, they keep it easy. It's a good time. Check out Cross the Line, 
1524. You can find it on all the podcast apps and players. You can also check them out at CrossTheLine1524.com or check them out on Facebook, Cross the Line 1524. All right, back to two shots on a barrel. Man, I, I got to tell you, J-Bo, uh, you hit a home run with this guest. I told you you're going to love him from the very you first did. second. You did. Very first you, second. You absolutely did. I, I, I finally, the hunger pains have finally chilled out a <laughs> right. little bit. I think it might have something to do with the maker's mark and the Frank August. Yes, yes, yes it helps. A uh, little, little wheat, a little corn, a little whatever. It's Look, got me through. I've, I finally figured out why he is so good at, at what he does. He has worked all over the world. He's worked in all these places. And, you know, and I'm like, man, he's done everything. But then, right before we went on the air, he said, well, you know, I lived here and here and here. And I'm like, what the hell? No wonder you're a good cook. Where else did you live in this planet before you uh, settled back here? What, what did you say? I mean, I, so I left. I graduated uh, Washington County High School, I guess, May in 2001. Right. Um. And 12 days later, I started culinary school in wow. Louisville. I, uh, 18 months is how long it takes. I spent a year after that at the Brown Hotel. I, uh, I left for a month and went to New Zealand and Australia and then came back, and luckily they took me back. But uh, And then I moved to Columbus, Indiana. Um, so Cummins Engine Company, right? Mm-hmm. Anybody who likes to roll diesel. We'll uh, appreciate a little Cummins well, diesel yeah. uh, holler. Awesome. But I was their corporate sous chef. And so I lived in BFE, like Tony Stewart's town. Okay. Right? It's, yeah. It's known for modern architecture and Tony Stewart. Tony Stewart. So it's a very interesting high-low uh, sort of thing. After that, I moved to Scotland uh, for a little while. I lived in Dornick. How'd that happen? How Dornick. I mean? I I'm trying to say it right, but... Dornick. Um, you know what? My... My chef was getting a divorce, and his lawyer owned a hotel nice. in uh, northern Scotland. So it's four hours north of uh, Edinburgh. Okay. And I just said, fuck it, I'll go. And I went, and it was terrible. Um, really? But it was such a cool experience. I mean, it, it you know, yeah, but it, it was the worst. But I, I couldn't have been happier that I got to do it now that it's done. And So how long did you stay there? Five, six months. Really? Something like that. I mean, I think I, I broke up with my then-girlfriend, and it ended up being the biggest mistake I ever made because she's now my wife of, you know, <laughs> very many years. Yeah, I mean, uh, it, it, just a bad move, man. I right. mean, I, you, I like falling on my sword when you got to, and I just yeah. I messed that up. And right. uh, I'm in Scotland, and it's terrible. She's graduated from Purdue with an awesome degree in food nutrition and business. You know, she, she's brilliant in her own right, and she moved to Chicago. And I was like, hey, could I uh, right. maybe come crash in Chicago? <laughs> and uh, it worked. And so we, we spent eight years there. And then when I was there, I didn't live anywhere else. But, I mean, I spent significant time in Dubai and Spain and, I guess, all over not all over Europe, but I mean a lot of France, a lot of Spain, England. I got to work a decent amount. I like the Netherlands. Uh, Gosh, dude, we got to go up to Sweden. So my company one time messed up, and we sold into IKEA. 
right? And Ikea was upset. We what? made the meatballs. That, oh. uh, you know, the Ikea furniture store. Oh, so right. we made the meatballs for them, and it didn't go right. I don't know what happened. And they were like, hey, you're in Europe. I was already there. Right. And they go, you go get yelled at. And I was <laughs> oh, like, my no. wife's with me. And they go, we'll send you. It was the best. We flew from London to Copenhagen, or Copenhagen, however you're supposed right. to. Stayed for a couple days. I didn't know this. So just a, a, a lesson for anybody ahead of time. I rented a car um, there, and I took it to Malmo, Sweden. Right? So Denmark to Malmo, there's a big tunnel. There's cameras in the tunnel. Now, you don't see them when you're going as fast as I was, but they're there. I I don't even know. I mean, you know, those numbers are different, 145 of theirs, something of ours. I flew both ways, you know, through this tunnel, had a beautiful time. I'm back in Chicago, and I got all these tickets mailed to me. Oh, no. But they're in a different language. And so I just put them on my expense account and luckily got out of it. <laughs> oh, my God. But uh, and they're all gone now. I mean, like, it's been seven years. Right. You know, we're we're gold. But in case you're ever driving through a tunnel in Europe, Slow there down. are many, many cameras. <laughs> so I did, you know, I got to travel a lot. And that was my thing, man. I just, That's my good. wife and I, we love traveling. And, you know, we spent our time and money on that because like it's our it's our life's work you know it's not a it was a job and then it grew to more than that and then now it's so what's your wife's name we are rachel rachel Rachel. miller yeah rachel dotre miller okay her family's kind of cajun Cajun. one of them yeah nice it's a wild middle name man does does she uh come in and help cook sometimes i mean she has the background uh she events and just she honestly and it's not meant like she's a boss, you know, right. sort of people say that because they don't know what else to say. She's the best at being in charge of large groups of people. Okay. That's, she is trained in that. She, um, you know, she ran large catering companies. She does events for InBev. So she, she was at the Super Bowl in Miami, what was that, three years ago? Doing a giant thing for Stella Artois on wow. these big wooden boats. Or she goes to New York and does... So she's the superstar of the family. Oh, dude. She, <laughs> she's yeah. the superstar. Yeah, yeah. She's the one who makes it happen. I mean, and we got two boys, and so I, I do my absolute best. But, I mean, she's still the fave for sure on oh, that front. Yeah. And this bar is hers. It's her and my brother, okay. Harrison. I mean, and Harrison, I can't talk about him enough. So your brother he, is Harrison? Yeah. Harrison's my brother, and he's our... He is everything. He's the grease is what we always say. I'm the hammer and he's the grease. He's awesome. he's a wonderful person with like a big heart and he's willing to listen. And I don't have part of that. It, I, it, <laughs> it, it, he's great. So so what is it that he brings that you don't? I, I honestly it's just sort of a, a humanity. I I mean I wish that it's not meant to make me sound like a monster or something, but he really listens and understands people. He's younger than or older than 18 you? 18 months younger. Okay. You know, um, but not much. And I've trained to sort of be a certain type of personality, unfortunately. And it's it's fairly hardcore. It's not the most, right. you know, like an hour of podcast is an awesome amount of time to know me. <laughs> right, yeah. uh, it get, it, we get serious to make things wonderful. You really had to be super serious about it. 
I wish it was easier than that. And maybe I'm not smart enough to figure that out, honestly. Because there's good people out there that do it. But I just have a sort of, uh, sort of intensity that isn't... You can't run it eight hours a day. And that's what Harrison is beautiful at. Like, he, he just has an ability to understand the situation and react to it opposed to plow forward. And so together, I feel like we're better. You know, that's that's the best way I can put it. Um, he is what I'm not. And same with my wife in business. Like, I got no problem taking an L and saying that's right. not what I excel at. And it's not to, like, you know, there's people that say that, and then they're like, I'm never going to do that. I don't excel at it, so I'm not going to work at it. I still want to get good at that stuff, but they are good at it, and they teach me, you know, constantly. The three of you combined, and all of you have had a hand in it, Harrison Smith House, Star Hill Provisions, helping out with Scout and Scholar, doing stuff there. Everything you've done, man, your team has excelled. And that's it. Yeah, it's the team. I mean, truly, truly, truly. Steven, who's the the chef right now, Scout and Scholar, eight years with us. You know right. what I mean? Like, he was 18-ish, wow. I want to say. You know what I mean? I remember his 21st birthday. I remember his bachelor party. Right. You know I mean? we've That whole family thing is overused, but, it's, you know, we're small business, and that's that's how we roll. But it's the team. I it's mean, it, definitely a team. It, I train my way, and it's fun to bring that to it, but it's nice to have it tempered. Each, and each, if I didn't have somebody helping temper it, it wouldn't work. Each one of you brings something to the table that the other has no idea what's happening. Like you yeah. just said. Yeah. I mean, your wife brings something to the table that you don't have. Oh, it, yeah. I mean, that's, you know, uh, a top 10 college degree in business. And I'm like, what? It's, it's awesome. You know, I took 18 months of culinary school. They're still doing like <laughs> two-thirds cup plus two-thirds cup. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's awesome. it's, uh, you, not that it was a, not that that's the mentality it has to be, but that is the schooling for culinary school versus. Now we, we we have a bunch of uh, people that, that say, why don't you get this person? Jim, why don't you get this person on your show? Well, I've had this one guy that's asked me, when are you going to get Newman on the show? When are you going to get Newman? And he asked me all the time, and, and he's like a brother to me, Billy Taft with big old tires. Wow. All right. That, he, that's awesome. He and I'm loves about to need a set, Billy. <laughs> you, you, you know, that tundra's looking a little. Yeah, 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 yeah. Help me out, Billy. You, you, you know, Billy is the sponsor of Two Shots. On is he? Yes. he is. Hey, he is. honestly, I haven't gotten them since I got a 2021 on the new truck. But I've been going to Big O. Like I remember as a kid. Yes. I think he's owned it for that long, right? Billy's been there for like it long. Eighteen. He's like anyway, he's like a hundred years old, but, but, but he looks twenty. No, yeah. timeless is oh, the right yes. answer yes. to that. But, I mean, I think he's owned it for a long time. Anyway, yeah. No, love Billy. Lo- love Brandy. I yeah, mean, Brandy's- you know, she's a wonderful singer. Oh, she's great. I-, I think what she's doing right now with her jazz and stuff over in E-Town in particular is. Little Etta James, man. Oh, she's no, she we're, we're lucky to have him around, for sure. Yeah, Billy uh, Billy is one of your biggest fans. I saw him in traffic the other day. I He was willing to stop and hold everybody. And I, no, no offense, Billy. I kept driving. I said, <laughs> I said what up? But I was. <laughs> I Keep felt terrible, uh-huh. but I was like, I don't know, man. This is an intersection. Really great I'm gonna guy, keep man. going. Great guy. So obviously, Mr. Tubbs, you know, is going to attract the tourists, right? I mean, we're talking about the Bourbon Trail, but uh, just like Joe Blow, J Bo, and his 
cargo shorts. Flip flops. I mean, is that a place where that guy can come? All we can hope is that they feel like it is. It is a hundred percent for them. It's a hundred percent for you. It's a hundred percent like we're not gonna put stickers on the doors or flags on the pole. But if there's a way, like you didn't used to have to say, you're just for everybody, right? It, and that's all we really want to do. Like it, it's it's nothing about nothing, right? We're a yeah. service, and for my entire lifetime, there's been nobody you can't serve, could serve, not you know. And so, yeah, we're for for everybody in that regard, and also taste. Right? Give a shit. I mean, we're gonna put high life. We're gonna have ponies. Love it. I mean, I'm a high life pony boy, right? It's one sip, seven ounce sip, and I mean, I'm either shot in a beer, or I'm like I said, a double bourbon, short coke on the ice. Like, um, we really hope to be a bar that serves great cocktails. Then, so everybody just sort of walks in with no preconceived notion, and if you're excited about it, or if it's more than you thought, we win. And if you don't come because that's what you think it is, we probably win. Right? Yeah. Like, that's the beauty of it, I, love it. I think. Um, but, yeah, we just, we're not going to do late night right yeah. now. We're going to start no late night. We're going to hope to do some educational stuff in the mornings. Um, the tour bus company, I mean, I think we're all lucky to have them. Yes. To, you our, know. our good buddy, Bob. Bob White, right? Bob oh, White, yeah. Bob White. You know Bob White. He's the best. As I try to do a Bob White whistle right there. I I grew up with those Bob White quail. He's the best. There's no second place. Uh, He's our dude. Um, Honestly, the worst to the best is a small margin. Like, I feel like everybody's trying. It's hard to staff. It's hard to teach hospitality. When When we get that together... Every you know the first to last will be a very very small margin, right? And I can't wait till that. But he's at the top of it right now. So Absolutely. what? So what's a buzz in Barstown <clears throat> about about uh, Mister Tubbs? Uh, man, it's hard talking about yourself. Um, our friends are excited. I, I think that I think that honestly too, some of our distillery partners and sort of the tour bus side of things, like we're just we're there to add content as well. Right, you know, I, and it's not in an artificial way, but we understand now after makers, makers really help teach us. You know, content is key, keeping people for that extra couple minutes. Um, the brilliant things that these teams have come up with, and we got to learn them. And so, how can we do that? And then, how can it help the town? And then, how can we have businesses complementary to right. that? And and that's really our move. You know, we we don't have a kitchen right now. It's super weird. I mean, I'm a chef with no kitchen. Wow. I sold my restaurant I lived in. Our chef, Steven, is right. running our Scout and Scholar, you know, and uh, the bar has no hood. Like, <laughs> right. we're, we're making beer cheese. We're making Benedictine. We're pickling vegetables. And we're making, oh, we talk about, it, like, bento boxes of snacks. Yeah. That's the other Jeff. Yeah. But, I love it. What? what, what, what sorry, whoa. we were talking snacks earlier. I Bento, I'm pretty roundabout. So a bento box is this beautiful little idea that Japanese cuisine does where uh, it'd be a plate, like a school lunch tray. Okay. But lots of little areas to put different tastes of things. So when you have a meal, you don't have to eat as much food if your palate is constantly excited. 
Yeah. It's just a fact, right? So they can put half as much food, but with twice the variety. Like, I love mashed potatoes, country fried steak, peas, green right. beans, whatever. I love it. But I could eat a 12-ounce country fried steak, two scoops of mashed potatoes, and two spoons full of peas. You know what I mean? And gravy. Because it all becomes a bit monotonous, yeah. and you just sort of go through it. Bento box is a thing that excites you all the way through. You get maybe a pickle, or you get a little bit of rice, you get a little bit of beef, and you use much less of those super expensive ingredients and uh, satiate, but also excite. So it's a long way of saying like it's just exciting. It's a lunchable. It's, it's, a, yeah, it's a you lunch- know what I'm saying. Like yep. it's we, we're That's getting good. school lunch trays and we're putting five things on them, but they'll vary. We'll have a you know Kentucky country ham. That we shave right there. We'll have vegetables that we get from, you know, Hugh or, uh, I mean, any of our dudes in Loretta. Wherever. It doesn't matter to me. I mean, but we'll make pickles out of that. We make deluxe saltines. So we take saltine crackers. We put bacon fat all over them. Then we put homemade ranch powder. Yum. And then we bake them until they're crispy. <laughs> He's hungry uh, again. Our He's beer hungry cheese again. recipe is Woo. ridiculous. It's my dad's. So what kind it's of bourbon? Not... <laughs> That's right. We're going to be a bar, too. <laughs> We're going to be a bar. And, 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 I mean, yeah. And I can I can tell you about the bar. I'm sorry I haven't really no, done that. Good. But, I mean... We want to be, you know, a bar that serves cocktails, but also we're not going to be that bourbon bar. We're, we're just not. Like, there's no disrespect to the people that are. I think more power to them, right? 300-plus right. bottles of bourbon is amazing. Some of my best friends own Jack Rose in D.C. Uh, I mean, but for us, we want to be about 70-30 dark spirits to light. We love right. drinking mezcal. Rum. Is awesome. Yes, it is. Uh, Cachaça, maybe one bottle. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just, in general, uh, gin, you know, we're big Castle and Key fans. Yes. You know, all the way from Sedina. Sedina Bradshaw. Uh, Sedina Bradshaw, right? One of the best. Like, She's a Montessori girl, too. Her one, kids went to Montessori. You're exactly right. And a Maker's ex. Yes, Maker's ex. But she's ex. one of the best. And, and so, and Brooke Smith, the owner, one of the owners, uh-huh. is a good friend and deserves... A lot of credit for, yeah. for what he's yet yeah, yeah. he's done, but um, no, it, you know we just we just want to be a bar that that sort of surprises people. Our gin and tonic is using Jack Rudy tonic syrup, the same thing we used at Harrison Smith House because it's not going to be flat tonic. It's just not going to happen. I'm not going to do it. That old fashioned y'all said you loved. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! I know it sounds like one of those bullshit stories where somebody's like, "Oh, I, I slaved away and like." Uh, it took a hundred times. It took a hundred times because the ice machine we have is what our recipe is based off of. If oh. you right this second told me to make you one and you didn't have our ice, totally cool. But I'm going to change it instantly because it's all dilution, temperature. That's it, really. <laughs> flavor. Right. But dilution and temperature equal flavor. And so for us, we knew every time. It was a hundred stirs. Really? It was a barrel strength bourbon between one fourteen, which would be like a Maker's, up to like one twenty four, which would be a Booker's. Right? That was right. your sort of span that honestly happens on the market. You can get a hazmat, you can get a one ten, but that's fucking outliers. So, hundred stirs on ice, 
two dashes of simple, which is turbinado, never heated, stirred until it was dissolved. One dash of bitters, a hundred stirs, served over four ice cubes. Wow. With an orange and a lemon peel, both expressed for the oil to come out. And, you know, it was thought about. And that's it. Like, I'm so happy that that was y'all's favorite. I mean, because uh, we really, honest to goodness, got stomach aches working on it. It wasn't just fun. You know I mean, what I mean? Like, you get... Look, the next day we had stomach aches. <laughs> we had our fair share of them, didn't But we? to make it just right, right? That, that Goldilocks complex is what we try to hit when we're making things to put on the menu. Right? It's just... So I got a request for a, a drink. Yeah. You, you probably already do this, but Jim and I were doing a... Uh, a show with the uh, Cornbread Mafia in Lexington. Yeah. And we uh, went to a bar afterwards, Lex Live. And, yeah. Uh, yes. And then uh, we we had a uh, whiskey sour. Got put egg whites in it. Oh, yeah. That it was. Oh, we do that. It changed my life. Oh, yeah. I, and at the bar, we haven't even really talked about it much yet because there's the right way and then the way that everybody wants it. But the right way is an egg white. We're figuring out whether we're going to pasteurize our own, whether we're going to. Because we're going to use a farm egg. That's the thing. Right. If we can't. But health department's so wild, True. they might not allow it. And uh. so then we'll buy a pasteurized egg white. Hope we don't. And, you know, the big part about that, did they show you how to dry shake it? They didn't. All right. So they either were sandbagging you or not doing it correct. I and I been, hate to be that dude. I could have been half drunk while they were doing it. So but it didn't what matter. it is, you put that egg white. In first. Okay. And maybe you put the syrup. I don't think you put the liquor usually because liquor starts to immediately deteriorate it. But I, maybe you do. Anyway, you and you put nothing else. Some people have a little uh, metal thing that goes in there, like a spring. Right. And that helps aerate things, but you don't need it. And you shake it like crazy for 10 seconds, say. Open it. Add your ice. And then go again. Because without the dry shake, the egg white doesn't expand all the right. way. The foam and is it doesn't where it is. hold the foam for as long. The albumin has to. Right. That's a cooking thing that happens to go into cocktails. Yeah, I and can't like, drink them anymore without the foam. Oh, right. it's there's no other. No. Yeah, night and day. Yes, yeah, so night so you'll day. have them there. So we're we'll good. have them. I'll be. We'll there. have them. We'll uh, have the proper sour. We're gonna go all the time. <laughs> so I'm I'm just gonna tell you. Yeah. You've talked about how fancy the drinks potentially will be. You talked about the food and all of those things. That that's not going to rate up with what's really going to matter. You know what's going to matter, Jayba? What's that? This dude is a people freaking person. He is. He's going to draw me in just because Newman. I mean, is there, seriously, man. it really is. Listen, I mean, that's the truth. Well, I appreciate it. I mean, it, you're a good dude, man. I, thanks, man. I mean, I, you know, I'm, I'm proud to be down here. And, I mean, I'm proud to be here today. I'm proud to be in Barstown. I'm proud that my parents live in Washington County. I'm proud that, like, this whole area is getting some dues. And so anything we can do, anything, to sort of raise that level, that's it, man. I mean, right. there's no, like, I don't know. I think everybody deserves it. I think everybody, you know, I, I associate myself. I'm a, I'm a cook. You know what I'm saying? Like, yep. it's it's as blue collar as it gets, and it might not seem it, right? You know, but 
I've worked a butcher shop, tobacco, painting, and cooking. That's right. That's literally my career, and it got me some places and sh- and stuff. But you know, I, I just think that uh, there's a lot of us out there. I think that you know, there's a lot of really good people with really good stories, and bars are a good place to hear those stories. You know, I you were mentioning somebody some MMA earlier. So I grew up at a time when Cozy got so wild, they brought in the MMA guy. Do you remember this? No, I don't mm-hmm. remember. I, I could be corrected. Go back and edit this stuff after. But it got wild enough that they were doing MMA fights in the um, volleyball pit, right. right? Right out back. Because people were fighting every week. So they brought in a an ace, and they had the locals, which at the time were... Washington County is Bartley's. I don't know what, right, right? names are all you could, Bickett's, Bartley's, whatever the names were everywhere. And they would fight the pro, and if they lost, they couldn't come back for a year. Oh, wow. And, like, that's just cool. Like, we need to embrace what it is that, like, everything around, sorghum. We're going to have a sorghum cocktail. We're going to do... We're going to do a cocktail that, I mean, because Washington County, I grew up with that's a sorghum you. and tobacco festival. Yeah, that's you. That was it. Yep. It stunk. It was some lonely-ass donkey pulling a stick <laughs> in a circle. Did you all ever see it? I remember that. In front of the tire shop. Absolutely. It was the loneliest donkey. Just fucking <laughs> circling. Bless his heart. And, ble- you know, just pushing out some sorghum syrup. Yeah. And, awesome. But, like, we had the world's largest sorghum cookie for a minute. Mm-hmm. I still tell people about that shit. That's awesome. So... Man, I just hope that that's – I appreciate it, and you know, but it's not me. It's just sort of the, the idea of the place is rich. You know, we've done – if nobody here has watched or if you haven't watched the True South episode, we did a full episode on Leahy's Cheeseburgers in Hodgenville and Jake's 150 Sausage. That's us. Like, you know, that's out there. It was awesome. You know, we've done the, the Top Chef thing. It was awesome. And being a judge was even double. I mean, that's insane, you right. know? Like, I tried out for that show when I was in Chicago 15 years ago. So, like, we're getting that attention. We just want everybody, you know, rising tide, man. That's the big thing that I hope everybody thinks about when we're doing this. Is there, Competition is made up. Uh, it, it's really just we all got to support each other, do yep. the best we can do, be you and that's right. People will grab it, man. Now like look. back back row burger right now. Oh my gosh, we love that place. Love it. Have you been yet, Jim? It's it's fantastic. No, but I got two things I want to say. All right. Two things. One is you talked about being a chef, blah blah blah. You are Newman first and a chef second. I mean, that's mm-hmm. that's a no doubt. I mean, that's what I have gotten out of the show is, dude, your personality, brother, is like killer. And so everything that comes. There you go. Hello, Thunder. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> you were correct. Yes. You know, <laughs> Jesus agrees, man. Yeah, that was, that so, was a big one. So, so everything that comes after that, it starts with Newman the person. I mean, don't change, man. Don't I mean, that's change. that's what I've gotten. Listen, I didn't know you before tonight, and that's what I got from tonight. Yep. I mean, I mean, seriously, and Jim, incredible. He's been around the world. He's done everything. You lived everywhere. You have a crazy story to tell, but I think your book is just starting. 
I think it, I think I think the best Thanks. chapter is yet to come. I so mean, so if you remember, I said two things. Yes. The second thing is when you start, when you open, me and Jabo will be there with our Dumb and Dumber costumes. <laughs> yes. There's wait. not going to be any. Oh, you hear about it two weeks later. <laughs> We're going to be there opening night. I hear you with hey, our Dumb and Dumber costumes. I can't wait. I'll be at the end of the bar, nervous as anybody you've ever seen, because that's how you open. Like yep. you've got to. It can always be better. And open at night, it can always, you know what I mean. And so, don't yeah, we're you, pretty hard on ourselves. Don't you agree, though, oh, Jabo? Yeah. yeah, oh yeah. I'll find out from Billy Taft when that first day it's is. A good point. Billy's going to have his ear to the ground. Yeah, he will. He, he will, will have he his will. ear to the ground. Billy no will doubt. know. Billy's going to know, and I'm, I'm going to make sure that uh, we're there to support you in any way. Not that you need it. But oh, if bro, we can we, help you, man. We'll help you. We we take so much pride when people locally come. I mean, that's the. It's not been a majority of our business ever since we came back. But there's no hard feelings about that. That's not. I didn't. I didn't open a restaurant for anybody except kind of myself in my head. You know what I mean? Right. Like uh, this is different. This is thinking about those bars we love. I mean, I love Four Corners. Right in New Hope, I love. I grew up occasionally getting you know enough courage to go to Whispering Ponds. Oh, you know, Uh, shout out, yeah. I I still haven't had that courage yet, but I'm going to. No, I mean, I love. I'm when when both spots were open, right? Yeah, you know, not just the liquor store. Um, I hope people that go there get interested. I mean, I went by Doug's Country Western today. And we're not going to be Dugs, but gosh dang, would I be happy if one of those guys came in sometime yeah. and said, high life and a shot. Yeah. I mean, the people will decide what we are, and that's the beauty of it. We're just sort of, this is what you know. I've learned is food, it doesn't bend, but that isn't necessarily the business way to do things, right? We've worked with our heart exclusively for a long time. And so, now it's head and heart. Right. Love so it. so uh, I'm not going to hold you to this, right? But roughly speaking, roughly speaking, when is this going to happen? Five weeks. Five weeks. What is today? Today's uh, 18th. July, July 18th. Yeah, why not? Five weeks. Five weeks? <laughs> hey. There's nothing I can do about it, so I like that. <laughs> I've been saying five weeks for a minute. Just so you know. You are it's, on two <laughs> shots on a barrel, by goodness. Look, man, we're trying so hard. I mean, you know, I, I grew up a little bit in construction. My dad is a painter, but, yeah, you know, painters. Yeah. Uh, so right. you, you aren't really part of the, the schedule part. Yeah. But, man, you know, it's it, it was seven weeks for a plumbing permit from the state. Woo. Uh, electric, we got great guys, and so you wait for great. You know what I mean? Like, that's the thing. Like, that's... I'm not cool, calm, and collected about it until I stop and think about it with you guys. And then I'm like, you know what? It's either do it right or do it twice, and we're not going to do that. So five weeks is what we're hoping. we still got a liquor license to come through. But that's the state on that is usually knock on this barrel and I'll take two shots. Right. Uh, it's usually <laughs> okay to come through. But, hey, you know, what, whatever they tell me, we're going to work with. If we have to open on the day of Burton Fest, we'll offer less. 
but make it right. Like, that's the thing, you know? I mean, we don't correct is all that matters to us. If we offered one thing, that's all we do. It's fine. It better be right, right? Look, when, I, when, when I go home tonight, I'm calling Jimmy Higdon. I'm going to say, Jimmy, look, pretty soon you're going to see a slicker license. <laughs> yeah. We got to make it happen. Uh, There's no doubt about it. No he's doubt a fan. Hey, he, is he does a, fan. a wonderful He's he's a great proponent of the industry. He's the best. For sure. I mean, we're lucky that, you know, he serves our area and we'll yeah, get, without we'll, a doubt. We'll make some calls to Sarge and Chad. You can call Chad. I'll text Chad on the way home. Yeah. Well, not on the way home. But. Chad, <laughs> Before I get in the car. That's right. Yeah. Chad, Chad needs to listen to the show. Look, we got some Emily Callaway. Chad, I'll get him on. Like, you got Chad in here. We can. We you talk about a talker, man. He's going to make me look. Absolutely. Maybe, I'm a maybe we'll man, get comparatively speaking. Both of you back in here at the same time. It's a lot of noise. A lot of noise. You better do it. That's good. <laughs> that's, that's fine. You know, J-Ball, who we need to have in here. Who's that? Chad McCoy and Jerry Fowler. Oh, Lordy. Two attorneys that have the same interest. <laughs> yeah, and have trouble talking. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> right? I'll bring in, I'll tell you what, I'll send you Harrison and Rachel next. Okay. And and they balance beautifully. Uh, That'd be awesome. That's, that's the nice part. They, that would be awesome. Yeah, they're much better at it. Well, man, look, I'm sorry we picked a date where hurricanes were rolling through central Kentucky. You went through a tornado possibly to get here, and, and you still made it with a bottle of bourbon for us. And, and uh, we loved every second with you, and we can't wait to get in there. This new bar, man. We can't wait to have y'all. I mean, we're, we're excited to do it. We've got another project on its heels. Cool. Um, or two. And so next time we'll have to, yeah, I'll let you in on what those cool. those I, next two things are. I told are you that, that book, man, that this next chapter is going to be a killer. Well, I'm going to tell you, 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 you are magnetic as far as your, your, your personality, your just the energy... That, I mean, seriously, I could, you know, I don't believe Jeremy a lot of times. <laughs> Shouldn't. He's like, but you're going to love this guy. I'm like, you he's were a, right. He's, a, he's the real deal, man. He's, he's, this is the, when the first day I met him, he's the same guy as he is today. He's just this fantastic guy. Oh, good. And, I appreciate and, it, guys. That's, yeah. I can't, can't finish the podcast without saying your damn barbecue something else. Hey, and, thank and I, you. And I miss those Sunday mornings uh, where you saw it. I can't wait to do that again. I mean, uh, yeah, our next one, we'll, I'll give you my five-year rundown because we didn't touch what – I mean, you know, I turned 40 last Friday, and it's it it a little symbolic for me because it was sort of a grow or die. Right. And we were fine. But I, I like to be dramatic. And so that's what we're that's what we're on right. now, and we're gonna grow. That's <laughs> you know awesome, what I mean? So killer, I'll that's talk killer. barbecue for sure. Oh, it's my dude. favorite. It's my heart. I mean, barbecue is my heart. It okay. might be the last thing I do, but when we do it, uh, that's the real deal. It'll have a lot of thought behind it. I promise. He would cook all night just so everybody could have his ton of barbecue Sunday morning, but it would sell out so fast. We timed it for church, so <laughs> that was the thing. I mean, I grew up Catholic. And, you know, those church bells are, they make you think about what's yeah. going on. And so we would open at 10, right when that 915 mass would let out at St. Joe. Uh, and and St. Monica had a 915 right down the street. 
And that, so we timed it based on church bells, man. You know what that, that is right there? And I don't want to step on anybody's toes, but it's called BBB. You know what that is? No. Beat the Baptist Bunch. Oh, <laughs> see? All right. See? Yeah, That's what it well, is. I mean, because they're hungry, man. They come out and they're like, let's you're right. go. Hey, and I'm, I'm Equal Opportunity Barbecue. But Anyone yeah, else? I hadn't. Yeah. Hey, whoever wants that cue, man, I'll That's I'll it. make enough of it for everybody. Oh, so good, soon. man, so good. Well, thank y'all so much. Hey. I appreciate it, and yeah, this is a lot of fun. I mean, it's it's. I just love anything that sort of shows off where we're all from, what we're up to. We know that the talent's here, but just sort of getting it out there so people understand, you know, that right. This is a place to come to and and think about, and you know, so it's before, before you leave, they can get your. Food at Scout and Scholar. Right now, our menus is Scout and Scholar. If you want to follow me, I'm Bourbon and Ham, okay. all one word, on Instagram. Okay. Uh, so I've been into that shit for that long. Wow. You gotta, you gotta try a long time ago to get that one. Oh, that's a long uh, but time. Yeah, I'm Bourbon and Ham. Okay. Um, follow our our guy Stephen, who is the chef at Scout and Scholar. His he does pop ups, baking pop ups that are unbelievable. And pizza now that are unreal. What's the name of that? Uh, his, well, he works with the guy from Great Dane, but Great he Dane, is right. a separate entity. It's okay. Dustin Flower. Okay. So check out Dustin Flower on uh, Facebook. And then Mr. Tubbs, we just started the Instagram account. Uh, I, Gosh, I, I bet there's a Facebook. I think there is. <laughs> I think there is. I yep. think there is. Yep. Um, but, you know, yeah, check out our, our Insta It'll all be together soon, and awesome. you know, yeah, we're, we're excited. cool, man. Well, hey, we're we're gonna be there with you every step of the way, especially during Bourbon Festival. We're gonna Can't come wait. hunt you down. Can't wait. Good stuff, man. But thank you so much for coming in, and uh, the doors are always open for Newman. Thank you. Cheers, y'all. Have a great night. Appreciate you. Uh, as J Bo mentioned, we will be at the Kentucky Bourbon Festival this year. Third straight year that uh, we will be participating in the Kentucky Bourbon Festival, September 15th through the 17th. Check out the Kentucky Bourbon Festival at kybourbonfestival.com. Uh, J-Bo, we will be the Masters of Ceremony at the world-famous Barrel Relay Contest, and we will be with the... Hall of Famer, Steve Nally, once again this year. That was a lot of fun this uh, last year. Yes, absolutely. Good good stuff. And I tell you what, if you want to see true athletes, you need to come see the Bear Rolling Competition. Still got some uh, tickets available. Again, that's kybourbonfestival.com. Uh, our man, uh, Newman, will be there. I'll be there. Come see us. I will, good, man. Good. Barrel, the Barrel Race is my absolute that. And the uh, distiller's auction. Yes. That's it. Yes. That's it. Yeah. If you hit two things, those are the two. You're golden. So we're excited. Uh, man, it's so cool. I mean, when you talk about the bourbon industry and new places, unique places, cool places, what you're doing over there, you and your brother, right? Right there and in wife. Barstown, Kentucky. Yes, and wife. And yeah, wife. Don't forget her. She's not, not, Yeah. And she's fine without it. But, it, but right. yeah, not one of those. But Don't she, leave off the I'm boss. telling you, man, I, they, they are aces. Like, that's just the beauty of it, right? Like, I, I can come and do this because they're doing hard work right this second. Like, that's the, I guess, the balance sometimes. But, uh, yeah, thank you so much. We love it. So, balance my shit. 
<laughs> All right, you owe me and Jabo a lot of money because this picture that I took of you is going to do you extremely well with Rachel later on tonight. I can't wait, Hollywood. I'll be over the Hollywood version. <laughs> if only it took weight off on the picture. That would be <laughs> now look, right. now look. When you go to Bourbon Festival this year. If you don't see us at the Bourbon Festival, we'll be at the new You'll barn. be at Mr. Tubbs. We're yes. a block. Absolutely. We are one block. Absolutely. That's all. From... Man, we'll do a live show. At, yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll do it there. Uh, yeah. We're going to kick some. Love it. Love it, man. What? Hey, all thank right. y'all so much. Thank you, man. Great be careful show. going home. That lightning's fierce. I can't wait to fight it. Yes. <laughs> Great show. Until next time, I'm Jimbo. I'm Jimbo. All right, we'll see you on Two Shots on a Barrel.